Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Gossip at the Corpse Cart, where we, the three wine and crime gals, discuss uh, a variety of topics that you might have seen pop up in your news feed. And today, we are bringing you a Best of Gak episode. It's a good one. So if you're new here, this is how the show kind of plays out. So first, we have Amanda leading us through some funny headlines of current events and articles that you, Wine Coven, have sent in. And they're they're always insane. And Amanda does cold readings of them, which makes them even more insane. So it's always a hoot. And then Kenyon plays our favorite party game inspired by my aunt, which is what's the worst thing you've ever done? <laughs> it's a great way to break the ice at a cocktail party. So basically, you people send in <laughs> the worst things that you've ever done. And then Kenyon reads them totally anonymously in her Coven Confessions segment. And then we wrap things up with me, Lucy, giving my little coroner corner obituary area where I discuss some creepy headlines that I found, but primarily obituaries from people who have recently left this plane of existence. And those are my kind of people, you know, let me tell you. So, Amanda, why don't you kick us off with some funny headlines from throughout the years of Gossip at the Corpse Cart. So first, I want to thank our beloved social media manager, producer, multi-hat wearer, Andrea, for compiling such a great list of hilarious moments from GAC episodes throughout the years. Within the following assortment of headlines, you will notice a classic wine and crime theme emerging. I want you to try to guess what it is. And if you can't guess, don't worry, I'm totally going to tell you anyway. So just hold out. Now let's get things started with a clip from GAC 39, which was released long ago in March of 2022. Man trying to cure erectile dysfunction accidentally squirts insulation foam up his penis. No! And a medical photo of the removed insulation foam has just been added to the drive. No. Uh, yeah. The hamburger meat? Yeah. Oh. What? Oh. Yeah. That? Yeah. That? The the pink, the red? Yep. Well, that's the foam. Yep. Because of the blood. With blood. It got covered. Yeah. <gasps> and it expands. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. The whole dick explode? I, let's see what they'll tell us. Oh, my God. Yeah. An unfortunate case published in Urology Case Reports, hold on, hold my beer while I subscribe, <laughs> has detailed how a man and his partner accidentally, which uh, I'm, it's not in quotes, but I'm putting it in quotes, mm-hmm. squirted insulation foam up the man's urethra in an attempt to mitigate his erectile dysfunction. No, 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 no. There's pills for that. Yeah, like a lot of pills. Yep. The 45-year-old man showed up to the emergency room with trouble urinating and blood in his urine (gasps) when on the rare occasions he was able to relieve himself. 
He and his partner reported to the doctors that they had often inserted various objects into his urethra as an aid for erectile dysfunction. That's not how that works. Nope. No. During one attempt three weeks prior to his admission, his partner had inserted, quote, <gasps> she gasped. <laughs> oh, God. Inserted, quote, <gasps> <laughs> That was perfect. <laughs> I mean, like, I know, but seeing it... Re- okay. His partner had inserted, quote, a straw attached to a can of weatherproofing spray foam before inadvertently pressing the button deploying the foam. Uh, the little tiny, like, WD-40 straw shoved I up can, his pee-pee hole. I can Yep. So he was just trying to use the straw I or he was so. trying to blast foam up his dick. I I don't I mean, think you accidentally press that and release that much foam. It's not that easy to even press. I've used those yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. And if you're just using the straw, then detach it from the can uh-huh. first. Right. Right. There's right. no way. There's no fucking way they were not intentionally spraying and the foam. foam hardens. <laughs> oh, yes, it nah. does, man. And it's, and it's a really, I mean, it's just it's heavy duty. It's meant for like outdoor use. <laughs> Literally, we've used it to like repair cracks in our home. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Following its purpose. Following the incident, he had problems urinating, which had progressively gotten worse. You don't say. A CT scan revealed that. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The foam. This is why it's so big, you guys. The foam had made its way up his urethra and into his bladder. Yeah. That's why it's a big lump. So much pain thinking about this. Well, it did what it's supposed to do. Right. I'm, I'm going to throw up. How could he? <laughs> how could he? <laughs> I'm going to throw walk. up. Like several. I mean, I don't know how he could last several days without such excruciating pain. Like, I, I, I oh, I'm thinking about goes like the worst. Way. Yeah, I guess. Like the worst UTIs I've ever had can't even have been this bad. It's no. just this no. is horrific. Plus toxicity. Yeah. The man was taken for a cystotomy where the team was able to remove the spray foam from his bladder. However, his urethra had been narrowed by scarring, likely from other objects that had been inserted into it, which meant that they were unable to remove the foam from its way. Oh, God. So what does that mean? From it in this way. Sorry, I screamed and got ahead of myself. In a separate operation known as a perennial urethrostomy, they went into the urethra through a hole they created in his perineum, a.k.a. Yeah. taint. Yep. yep. A.k.a. Oh, taint is written the in the article. Yeah. Oh, no. The team were able to receive, re- retrieve the remaining foam from his urethra. Oh, I have the foam that was in the urethra. Hold on. I got a photo. Yeah. Adding it to the shot. Yes. This is just a urethra shot. This is just what was in the urethra. Uh, <laughs> they look like flaming Hot Cheetos. Uh, Oh, they do. <laughs> oh, my God. Jerk chicken. Amanda. Oh, can you cut? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> God damn oh, you. You look the, the like The hairy tongue hats. didn't get her, but this sure did. Oh, my God. God. Okay, so the team were able to retrieve the remaining foam from his urethra, though his urethra will require further operations to repair it in the future. 
They highlighted that in these cases, mental illness, borderline personality disorder, sexual gratification, and occasionally attempting to gain temporary release from imprisonment often play a role. Mm-hmm. <sighs> from imprisonment? I don't know. They get to go to the hospital. Oh, Was yeah, he in prison? No. 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 But they're just saying a, a lot of times feeling of imprisonment. Do people do like crazy shit to their dicks to get, yeah. under these circumstances. Yeah. Uh, wow. Unf- quote, unfortunately, many patients are repeat repeated offenders in the psychiatric evaluation to prevent recurrent injury should be considered. Our patient achieved a stable relationship partner, but has seen ha- has been homeless and thus sporadically followed up with suprapubic tube changes. I don't know what any of that means from yes. medical journal. It hmm. sounds like he's not taking care of it because yeah. he's unhoused and yeah. it's going to get infected. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, he yeah. has not been referred to psychiatry as he has not had any repeat episodes since this operation, but would be referred prior to consideration of reconstruction when he achieves a stable living environment. Holy shit. Wow. Whoo. Well, I, I hope this guy gets help. And I really hope so, too, because my God, the pain. The ground beef photo is down. absolutely insane. It's insane. It looks like we're ready to make a meatloaf. It looks like a brain. Yeah. Yeah, it does. This next clip comes from an early gack. One of the first gacks, gack number three, and just really solidifies the mental space of straight men. And maybe... He learned a valuable lesson today. What kind of pants was he wearing? I can only assume a blasted out pair of a like gray, gross gray sweatpants. Man sweatpants. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know. Tell me what Maybe pants he was I wearing. Need to know. Yes, Mark Anthony. Yes. And my, my personal. dick is gone. Oh god. My dick is gone. His dick fell off. His dick fell off. And my personal favorite. Ladies, are you even ready for this? I don't, I don't think know. so, because you were cackling. <laughs> I love it so much. <clears throat> Man hospitalized after injecting own semen to treat back pain. <gasps> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I have chronic back for? pain, I and if I thought of there pain. were medical studies that... <laughs> Prove that this worked. I just wait. be on board. Just wait for how much this bag. didn't work. With, With my, my juice. <laughs> a new study published in the Irish Medical Journal recounts the case of a 33-year-old man who was hospitalized after repeatedly injecting himself with semen to relieve chronic back pain. That is. <laughs> Fucking insane. <laughs> this Repeatedly. Is, this is the first reported case of semen <laughs> injection for use as a medical treatment, doctors in Dublin wrote in the case study titled... What I the fuck? <laughs> the title of this case study <coughs> is so fucking good, you guys. Ready? No. Seemingly harmless back pain. <laughs> An unusual presentation of a subcutaneous abscess. I love it. I love it when academics and researchers are just like, no one's going to fucking read this anyway. I can do whatever the fuck I want. The man's handmade remedy was reportedly discovered when he showed up. I didn't even think about. Oh my god. 
Okay, it's okay. organic. It is. <laughs> the man's handmade remedy. Nature's mayonnaise. Yeah, oh, gentleman's relish. <laughs> was reportedly discovered when he showed up at a doctor's office complaining of severe back pain. Yeah, made so, it worse. Clearly. Kept, it's because he didn't do it enough. It wasn't working. That's obviously why. <laughs> While examining the patient, a physician noticed the man's right arm appeared swollen and inflamed. The explanation the man off? gave... Was one the doctor likely never expected? Yes, oh my I God, have I can a see photo. It. Yes. Um, if oh. you go to the drive, you will see the I, red swollen man's arm. I know that it's one of my favorite things to say, but oh. that shit's infected. Yeah. Dr. Pimple Popper really would have had a good time <gasps> with this. Dr. Pimple Popper. Yep. Could have popped his whole arm. Yep. The man so, said he had oh purchased a hypodermic needle online and had been injecting himself once a month for the past 18 months. Into with, his arm? Into his arm with his jism. Why into for his back arm pain? for back pain? I don't know. I, 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 the, the, the linear thought <laughs> process of Where this, this man, man. What Reddit basement thread? That's what I'm saying. Uh, 4chan. What, that's what I'm saying. What 4chan thread oh, did you get this idea of? Alex Jones has been prepping this. Before okay, visiting... This, this x-ray, is it showing like a pocket of jizz? Yeah, pretty much. Go and back to the x-ray. You, uh, there's <laughs> another photo on the drive that I just uploaded that's legit just a picture of his arm. But yeah, the x-ray shows oh, the like... the jizz pocket. Jizz pocket. Jizz pocket. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting. <laughs> Right there. Um, Before visiting the doctor, he said he hurt his lower back while lifting a heavy object and gave himself three doses of jizz. Three doses? Where did he get this idea? I don't have any idea where he got this idea. I'm Googling why did man inject jizz. Yeah, for real. Uh, The semen entered the man's blood vessels and muscles, and x-ray revealed air trapped beneath the man's skin, as well as jizz, and he was immediately hospitalized. Doctors treated him with IV antimicrobial therapy. (laughs) His back pain reportedly subsided, and he discharged himself without having the infected area drained. He just let it. He discharged himself. You know it. Oh, no. So don't inject yourself with anything without a doctor's approval is basically the moral of the story, and that includes semen. I found something. Oh, no. What did you find? Quote, a search of more eclectic internet sites and forums found no no documentation of semen injection for back pain treatment or other uses. Rather, this patient devised this, quote, cure completely on his own. (laughs) He dreamt it. He He went to Peru, had an ayahuasca experience, and this is the result. Mm -hmm. I love a more eclectic search. All right, now we've got one from GAC number two, another one from the the way, way back machine, the archives, and... um, Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Go to therapy, dudes. My next headline. Oh my god. <laughs> comes from the weird news section of the Huffington Post. Yeah, my favorite section. So good. The headline is Man breaks lingerie store window to attack Barack Obama mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
many layers to that. Yeah, so Yo, many places there is security footage that goes with this, and it is awesome. Why would a lingerie store have a Barack mm-hmm. Obama mannequin? Curiously, that question's not very thoroughly answered in this article, but it's it's addressed. Um, so a New York man is facing charges of criminal mischief for breaking the front window of a lingerie store last month to attack a Barack Obama mannequin. Uh, the suspect allegedly told a shop employee that the mannequin was talking to him and he didn't like what it said. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Is this another meth party? You shut no, your mouth when you're talking to me, Barack so. Obama sh- lingerie yeah. mannequin. How dare you, How Barack dare in a you? bra, Barack a mannequin? <laughs> um, so police arrested 41 year old Ruel Altanaga on January 26th after surveillance video allegedly showed him using a cinder block to smash the window of Romantic Depot, an adult store in Harlem. Mm-hmm. So we need to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, store manager Corinne Liu told the new, told New York station WABC that she didn't know how to react at first. "Quote: All we heard was glass shattering, so we looked around, like, what's going on?" She said. At first, we thought one of the mannequins fell through the window. All of us ran outside, and we didn't see anyone until we went to the window and saw a cinder block. Okay, so it wasn't a mannequin. Someone threw this. Mm-hmm. So we started looking around to see who it could be. And then we see a man pacing, which like, I'm sorry from, I am from the perspective of a female Mm -hmm. seeing a man pacing like angrily is one of the most terrifying hospital outside of like the pediatric unit. Like angry man pacing on the street is like one of the scariest things Mm -hmm. I can think of witnessing. I do not like it. Mm -hmm. Um, Turns out the window that Altunaga allegedly broke showcased a display with an Obama mannequin dressed as a prince and President Donald Trump dressed as a princess wearing a Make, a great, make America Great Again hat like a little crown. Oh, my God. Yeah. The surveillance video shows someone yanking the Obama mannequin out of the window and throwing it to the ground. The Trump statue was left unharmed. Mm. Altanaga allegedly left the scene, followed by a store employee. Quote, one of the people on our security team was able to catch him and held him for police. This is what's amazing. Okay, so this is the Romantic Depot owner, Glenn Buzzetti, said to the Daily News that store employees had to protect the suspect from a crowd of angry Obama fans. (laughs) Quote, he was surrounded. We put our loss prevention people out and surrounded him. He could have been killed. We had women trying to kick him in the head. We had to protect him. He had damaged the Obama image. Oh, my God. Uh, Buzzetti also said that Altanaga was a Trump supporter who kept repeating after he was caught, quote, that he hated Obama and Obama ruined the country. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. And how's your life looking nowadays? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Exactly. Because it sounds like... Maybe you need a How little How much help. do you want to bet your mental health care is being covered by the Affordable Care Act? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe your tax return will cover your bail. Oh, wait, you're not going to get one. Mm-hmm. And if you do, it'll be about what? What was it like? Th- 8% per- less. 8%. Yeah, 50 bucks is what I was about to say. 8% less than last year. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, an employee says told the news that she believes Altanaga is mentally ill, um, said that the 
he said the Obama mannequin was talking to him and he didn't like what Obama was saying. So, <laughs> yep. Mr. Altunaga, Altunaga, I wish you all the best. I'm sorry that Obama mannequin talked was smack to you. Was giving you, you like so that. much lip. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. uh Wow. It's a rough situation. So yeah, I, I will make sure that you have access to a link because there is a great, mm-hmm. great little bit of security footage. But yeah, man breaks lingerie store window to attack Barack Obama mannequin. Wow. wow. That's incredible. Um, yeah. Okay, this next one from GAC15, I kind of relate to because like, how can you not be seduced by an adorable pet? <laughs> this comes out of the UK, which we always love. Something coming out of the UK. Man who robbed bank wearing pillowcase without eye holes arrested after <laughs> fleeing very slowly, then stopping to pet a dog. Court years. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? Hit me. Matthew Davies forced to remove disguise after being left unable to see. <laughs> A bank robber who wore a pillowcase with no eye holes as a disguise was arrested after fleeing very slowly, then stopping to pet a dog, a court has been told. Matthew Davies, 47, robbed a bank of Scotland branch in Dunfermline, Dunfermline, Scotland, armed with a meat cleaver. He pulled his weapon out of a pillowcase before putting the bedding over his face in an attempt (laughs) to conceal his identity. Wait. But during a hearing at the high court in Glasgow... He walked in with no face covering. Correct. Carrying the pillowcase with a meat cleaver in it. Concealed in a pillowcase. Pulled out a meat cleaver, then put the pillowcase over his head. It wasn't well executed is what you're saying. I would argue it was beautifully executed. Also, (laughs) if in fairness, if that was a Brooklyn pillowcase, I wouldn't be cutting any holes in it either. Oh, exactly. I'm not wasting a pillowcase like that. No I'd rather roll the dice. Mm Mm-hmm. During a hearing at the high court in Glasgow, the the robber was forced to remove his makeshift mask because he couldn't see. Prosecutor Stuart Ronnie said, quote, this was due to a failure to create eye holes. (laughs) (laughs) Despite his botched plan, Davies escaped with almost 2,000 pounds before momentarily stopping to pet a dog. Yeah, he it's is now so in custody good. after pleading guilty to a charge of assault and robbery. Davies of Dunfermline will be sentenced next month. During the raid, he told the cashier, "Quote: Give me the money. I am fucking warning you." Ooh, yeah. yeah. Davies was handed Watch three out. Yeah, Davies was handed three hundred pounds, but he demanded more and pointed towards a female customer, say, customer saying, "I don't want to fucking hurt her." The scariest pillowcase man I've ever heard of. After mm-hmm. banging on the glass repeatedly with the cleaver, he grabbed 1,980 pounds and left. But a man going into the bank decided to tail the robber as he escaped, following him to the street where he stayed. Mr. Ronnie said, quote, Davies was described as walking slowly, even stopping to pat a dog. <laughs> Police found oh, cash, amazing. a pillowcase, and a stun gun in Davies' house. The robber also pleaded guilty to possessing the stun gun. The pillowcase was described as, quote, consistent with what he put over his head. I really get it because I would not cut holes in a pillowcase. No. And I would stop to pet a dog. I get it. But then like. Oh, yeah, I get it. Don't use a pillowcase. Right. Yeah, exactly. There are other options. Use a pair of like nylons or whatever. Yeah. I would use like a ski mask. Yep. Duct tape. Exactly. Duct tape. 
This next clip from GAC24, I mean, really just tells me that there's someone or something out there for everyone. I'm going to go out on a limb, and that pun will make sense in a moment, and say (laughs) that this is not what your therapist meant by suggesting you get out into nature. The article, again, from Fox News, I'm really pulling out some really great sources today. I mean, I had one from the New York Times. We're fine. (laughs) Man arrested after having sexual relations with a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Presumably without consent. I can't imagine. Well, he had morning wood. What can he do? Give a new new laugh to the term morning wood. This is from Naugatuck, Connecticut. Ish. A man was arrested last week after he was seen humping trees while half naked. (laughs) Witnesses called police after John Edward Figner, 36, was seen in the backyard of a Connecticut house simulating sex with a tree and eating branches. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Having a day. Cannibalistic sexual experience oh, what what mm. tier do you think he's on if he if he mm. identifies as a tree i guess it could be considered cannibalistic uh, who knows what was the the tears were for necrophilia mm-hmm. and oh, none I of guess. those included eating eating you're right i got him mixed up it's a blend so, it's a blend figner fled the scene when authorities arrived running into a nearby house and forcing the residents inside so he just like went into someone else's house. Okay. And when police apprehended him, he spit at one of the officers, mm. not having a good day. He was charged with felony assault of a public safety officer because spitting at a cop can get you those kinds of charges, but mm-hmm. they can just shoot you with reckless abandon and walk free. Mm-hmm. And misdemeanor <laughs> resisting arrest, <laughs> breach of peace, and trespassing. So whatever compelled this young man... Maybe it's the, the leaf... Hoarder, serial That's killer. What I, serial, this is like what killer. that reminded me of, too. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is clearly a thing, a niche thing, but a there's, thing all I'm the sure same. I'm sure there's a term for it. Tree, tree humper. Mm-hmm. I just love simulating sex Whatever with tree, tree humper is in Latin. <laughs> Dendral. Dendral. Dendrologist. Copulator. <laughs> we'll ask Allie Ward. Dendrous copulus. Yeah. Dendrous <laughs> copulus. <laughs> And this final clip from GAC 26. Not every thought needs to be shared on the internet. That's all I'm going to say. And finally, because it's the Valentine season, Uh I thought I'd share some tips for women to get a man. (laughs) This article headline goes... This man wrote a list explaining how to be a, quote, beautiful woman, and it backfired badly. (laughs) How to be a beautiful woman. (laughs) Take Alexander J.A. Cortez, for example, as a self-proclaimed motivational speaker that helps, quote, (sighs) optimize your life's performance. Took it upon himself in 2019 to write an explainer list for women to tell them how to be beautiful. Brace yourself because the list not only includes being thin, just be thin is one of them. Oh my But also wearing pink and feminine colors, being sensual, and loving men. Nah, I'm good. This list is not a joke. I don't need to be beautiful. I repeat, this is not a joke. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Cortez further fuels the fire. Oh, and there is a photo of him on the blog slash drive. 
Okay. By adding a link to his newsletter about how to be more feminine and continues with other shocking remarks that include, you can fix this by working out and going to the gym and unfatting yourself. And <laughs> uh, if yes, you the show serotonin. Them, yes. <laughs> and if you show them this list, meaning show women this list, and they become angry, that lets you know that they are harpies that never yes. that you never want to breed with. Yes, I don't want to breed with you, no. sir. So yeah. we're good. Kindly oh. get the fuck out of my face. What? Harpy? Wasn't that a thing in Game of Thrones, the harpies? Harpies? Yeah. Harpies yeah. are a thing from like... They're from like Greek mythology. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So the tweet reads, One day you might want to get married. Your wife value, wife value will matter. <laughs> this is to women, not to men. Of course. There is a roadmap for this as well. How to be a better wife. Cook for your family. Have long hair. <laughs> like him. Yep. Ditch bitch friends. <laughs> be feminine. Well, guys, it's been fun. Yep. <laughs> I have my long hair. The last thing I need to do is get rid of you guys. Does cooking for your family include ordering Postmates that gets delivered to the wrong house, being really mad about it, and then throwing a frozen burrito in the microwave? Or screaming to your husband from the bathtub, hey, what's for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to be home with that cheesecake you said you were going to get? <laughs> Bill. All you do is work. Now you need to cook. Yeah. I am hungry. Okay, the list continues. Did Stay in shape. Friends is be graceful. Be sensual. <laughs> shave. No, no. That, she needs that to crosses, be shaved. That crosses the line for me. Be fashionable. <laughs> Wear feminine colors. Love your family more than a job. Listen what? to your husband. Care for your kids. <laughs> then he says, because everybody free is freaking out about it. If yeah. you're angry, it might be because your excess body fat is causing hormonal fluctuations that make oh. you emotional. You can fix this by working out and going to the gym and unfatting yourself. Fit women are pretty women. Wow. I'm not angry. I'm uh -huh. just... Oh, Pay wow. attention to all the women that react adversely to this thread, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> what you'll observe here is the peak of delusional feminism. Mm -hmm. Women who believe that simply because they exist, they are valuable despite being bitchy and horrifying. <laughs> More red flags than a Chinese parade. Oh, my wow. God. This man I is... had to throw the racism in with the misogyny. Yep. Oh, is anyone surprised? Mm -hmm. He is garbage oh my god and then god. in the final tweet in his thread it says since i'm feeling generous if you sign up today for my newsletter i'll teach you my hair care regimen <laughs> having a magnificent mane that is the envy of women men and lions is no accident oh uh i want to show you my reaction which also happens to be the face of a harpy eagle okay great Put that sending in the, it to the, I'm sending Harpy it to the Eagle. Chat. There Fantastic. we go. Harpy Eagles are horrifying. So I'll read you some of the, the backlash, some of the tweets that women put on this thread. Yeah, Harpy Eagles, man. Look at that. Look at his black lips. Oh, wow. 
That's yep. what my face has been yeah. like this whole list. It's just two goop candles and then this eagle and no <laughs> other words on this text chain. It's so fucking good. I'm taking a screenshot of this. I'm just taking a screenshot of just this for the blog. It's Our so NSA uh, minders are just like, what is that? It's so cool. Okay. So for Feminist Next Door says, he looks That's- like a bag of bleached flour careening... T- downward off the top shelf (laughs) renegade discipline this discount bin jason momoa sure seems to think he's found the secret to life (laughs) madame life waster jr thanks for the tip walmart fabio (laughs) (laughs) it's also it's also just like does this dude think that he is the first one to make this list of completely like misogynist at like be feminine this is the same list that like thomas aquinas drew like this oh for sure get rid of your fatness (sighs) also unfatting yourself any sensual but don't be a whore right any guy who takes a selfie with that expression, the half I smile and the one eyebrow way Can't be up, trusted. That's my move and you can't have it. No. It's, no. It, no. It, so no. a couple more of these good response tweets from shoegazing sheep house. Woolworth's Fabio, cheap, unattractive, and 50 years out of date. <laughs> yeah. Ghost 500 dogs, yeah. says, how to be a tool, write tweets like this, the end. <laughs> the photo that's on the blog was a little meme made by Princess Snide, who said, here's a photo that real women would better appreciate, and it's labeled, make stupid comments about women above his head. Mm-hmm. A young man named Efren commented, damn, and here I was thinking my wife was beautiful without, like, any of these. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wrong. <laughs> and Little Miss Liz says, well, I for one am absolutely shattered that my dream of having a man who looks like he uses his own tears as lubricant love me will never come to fruition. <laughs> this is truly a dark day. Anyway... Yeah. Yeah, well done. He's the worst. Happy Valentine's Day. Just everything is dust. And I hope that guy mm-hmm. literally trips down a manhole and breaks every bone in his body. I hope he explodes like a vagina candle. I, oh, my God. What sweet justice would it be for a vagina candle to just blow up all over his fucking face? I want to put him in a room and make him listen to our podcast on loop for like five years. You know, I hear they play this on a loop in Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> that was one of <laughs> According our, to my uh, favorite review we've ever gotten, <laughs> one star. Oh, I like that. was one I of like our one that. star reviews and it's actually inspiring me. Oh, yeah. I say this all the time, so if you guessed never meet a man, you are correct and amazing and I love you. Now let's hear a word from our sponsors. Lumi is a game-changing whole-body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work not only on pits, but also on feet, privates, beyond. (laughs) I have a lot of beyond. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long, all thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula, and they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it, so you really don't have to just take it from us. You can take it from everybody. So this holiday season, cross BO off of your list of things to worry about. I know you're layering up. I know you might be standing in front of a hot stove and Lumi has you covered. 
New customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code and link. So use the code GALS5 at LumiDeodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Tell us more, Lucy. I got to say my favorite thing from Lumi is their personal wipes, the deodorant Mm -hmm. wipes. because Those are my fave too. Because it's just really easy to just wipe on anywhere. And then you feel refreshed you feel confident that you're not getting weird like like belly button bo mm-hmm. come on now that's a thing yep. also if you're wearing like cute holiday tights the like inner thigh mm-hmm. the under boob obviously the underarms like mm-hmm. amanda said this is created by an obgyn and this stuff is ph balanced so you can use it anywhere your butt crack your vulvas mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. feet mm. Yeah, it's also baking soda and paraben-free, so yep. you don't have to be worried about that. It's clinically proven to control odor better than just a shower with soap alone. Yep. This is the most remarkable thing about Lumi, I think. 12 hours after a shower, the average person can have an odor level of like 6 out of 10. Uh-huh. Hi. Me. Yeah. And with Lumi, the average odor level is a 0 out of 10 because they don't just cover it up. It like gets rid of B.O. Yeah. So Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, the cream, Mm -hmm. the cream. so nice. Two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes. The deodorant wipes. The best. And free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code GALS5 at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use that code GALS5 and treat yo B.O. Treat it. Cold turkey might be great on sandwiches, which it is because Yum. leftovers are my life. Mm-hmm. But there's a better way than cold turkey to break your bad habits. And we're not talking mm-hmm. about mind tricks from Mm-mm. your weird aunt tag yourself i'm the weird yeah, aunt who like offering mind tricks knows something that you don't mm-hmm. <laughs> we're talking about our sponsor fume and they mm-hmm. look at the problem in a different way so not everything in a bad habit is wrong so mm-hmm. instead of a drastic uncomfortable like overarching change why not just remove the bad part from your habit I love it. And that's where Fume comes in. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit that you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed. This is actually my absolute favorite part of this whole thing. It's designed with movable parts and magnets Mm -hmm. for fidgeting. I love that. It's amazing. You can give your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and managing anxiety while breaking your habit. I love Fume. My other favorite thing about it, other than like the built-in little like fidget device that they have incorporated into this beautiful little thing, the flavors are so delicious. And they are fun because you can kind of like order seasonally so one that i just ordered is the maple pepper you know it's like kind of a cozy time of year they have white cranberry right now 
Yum. And like uh, the crisp mint. I mean, sparkling grapefruit is like my go-to that I always have. It does not matter the season. But the maple pepper and the white cranberry, I'm like, hey, holiday, let's go. And you got to try the new Solano Fume. It is made with premium walnut, a premium walnut barrel and an onyx coated mouthpiece that has a slightly softer finish. It's like gorgeous. It's like sexy. It's like very luxe. Yeah, it's, 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 it's luxe. And it's also really perfectly weighted. It's really well balanced. It's extremely fun to fidget with. So even if you're not like using it all the time for its intended use, I just like to have it in my pocket or in my hand when I'm like doing other things I need to focus. I'm obsessed with it. So start the holidays off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash gals and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of this show 10% off when they use our code GALS, G-A-L-S, to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So go ahead and get 10% off when you go to tryfum.com slash G-A-L-S and ditch that bad habit. Ditch it. Okay, welcome back. Are you ready? Because my body is ready for my favorite part of the month for sure coven confessions so basically this is where you send us stories of the worst thing you've ever done in your life or usually the most embarrassing thing you've ever done in your life and we read it to hundreds of thousands of people and then we sit here and laugh about it and say that we're not judging you although we totes are a little bit but also We've probably done way worse. Yeah, boy, do we have some good ones here for you today. We've got some real oldies, oldies but goodies. Does anybody remember the vibrating toothbrush? One of the all-time favorites. I think it gets the most like callbacks and references on social media. People are always like, the toothbrush. Or my favorite comments are like, I did the same thing to my older sister's toothbrush. Everybody, throw out your toothbrush, get a new toothbrush right now. That's all I'm saying. Just why take the chance? Your toothbrush has maybe seen too much. Oh, also, if you feel like we have skipped over some of your favorite confessions in this best of, let us know on all of our social media pages, Instagram, the bird site, wherever. Keep the conversation going. Let us know some of your favorites and uh, maybe we can rehash them another time. Okay, let's start things off with the very first Coven confession ever sent in. This was released on GAC 8 all the way back in August 2019. And I love it because it is just so classic and that it really kicks off the stories about peeing where one shouldn't trend on GAC episodes. We, you, you all are incontinent is what we've learned. And uh, we're here for it. First confession. I'm already obsessed with this. (laughs) I'm just reading these verbatim. As you should. Quote, In the middle of senior year of high school, my boyfriend of a year hardcore dumped me and I was a mess. Let me explain how this turd bag decided to do it. Oh, God. You guys are going to lose your minds. We had just had sex and were laying naked in his bed cuddling, and he no. turns to me and says, this no. isn't working. I don't think we should be together anymore. 
No. Post-coital. Oh, my God. This is why men get murdered Mm -hmm. immediately after sex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Quote, we had been having problems, but I was completely dumbfounded. I just looked at him, put my clothes on, and left without a word. Because, like, yeah. What do you fucking say to that? What do you say to that? I cannot deal. Uh, I sat in my car in my parents' driveway crying for a while and then called one of my closest girlfriends. She came and sat with me for about an hour, and after I settled down and was ready to go inside, she said, Okay, let's go inside. I really have to pee. She, The okay. friend said that or the subject? The friend said, Okay, let's go inside. I really have to pee. Innocent, okay. innocent having to pee. She stopped and with a huge smile on her face said, You should pee in the back of his truck. Yes, you should, Quinn. Yes, you should. And with that, she drove me back to his house, and I proceeded to release the largest piss stream I have ever had into (laughs) his truck bed, covering his climbing gear in (gasps) urine. Oh, Oh, rage pee. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I don't know if people with penises can do this, but people with... Uh, vaginas can definitely like force out the pee. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. shoot it. You can absolutely rage pee. You um, sure can. Quote: <laughs> I had no shame and told all of my friends the next day, so he probably found out through the grapevine. And like, Good. they do no. say you have to pee immediately after sex. So, well, right. yeah, you're supposed to to keep you from getting. It helps prevent UTIs. UTIs. This is like an hour later, but still. Yeah. Well, she was following her doctor's orders. Yeah, doctor's exactly. orders. Pee I in his fucking truck. love this. I'm living for it. Okay, this next clip is from Gak 15 from a very special time to be alive, March 2020. I know we all love to remember. That, that beautiful, special month. But this has nothing to do with COVID. Uh, and I promise you that you will never think of a banjo string in quite the same way ever again. So prepare to be haunted. Okay, so one Friday night after we'd seen a movie, we got back into the car to make out. Things were getting steamy, and I decided to give him some cheeky car park hand action. I love a car hand job. We were Uh, in a Taco Bell parking lot. Oh, yeah. I have a friend, and she doesn't listen because she's, like, scared of true crime stories. I love her so much. And she gave a high school boyfriend and hj in the back of her parents minivan while they were driving epic i always admired girls with a pair of steel ovaries like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. epic i think the secret Mm -hmm. is just kind of like not looking like looking out the window no one would suspect Mm -hmm. you're jerking him off if you're not even like Mm -hmm. looking at each other right right Mm mm-hmm All right, back to this confession. So he's moaning and enjoying it, and suddenly my hand gets wet and sticky. Go figure. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Thinking the obvious, I wasn't phased, but he starts pushing me away and says something is wrong. So we turn on the light, and there is blood everywhere. Oh, my God. No, 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 I had cut the quote banjo string. Huh? No. With my nails. It's like that. You know. 
tendony, sinewy part that connects like the, the base of the of the dick to of the balls. The balls. Yeah. Oh. The line, the line through the middle of the balls. The banjo Girl, string. Clip your nails. Well, <laughs> I have long manicured nails, and this is mm. like a real fear that I have every mm. time I am intimate with my partner. You just mm. give them the puss, though. No, mm. I like to play with the balls. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, be careful. Wear gloves. Be careful. Flat hand, flat hand, flat mm. hand. Like how you feed a horse. Keep exactly. that hand flat. <laughs> 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 Quote, I had never seen so much blood from such a small area. It's a oh, vein, no. is it not? Yeah. Oh, Luckily. Yeah, it's a blood supply, whether it's a vein or not. But uh, it's not uh, good. That's so bad. Fuck. <laughs> Luckily, the shock made him go soft. We packed <laughs> the area. No, he just had blood loss. All the blood burst out of his dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ew. We packed the area with napkins, probably from the fucking glove compartment. Oh, yeah. And he dropped Dirty glove compartment yeah. like Burger King napkins. <laughs> Those are always totally. the Hand job act uh, napkins. Yeah. yeah the Taco the- Bell napkins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're brown, the unbleached yeah. ones. <laughs> <laughs> you need like 70 of them because they don't actually absorb anything. Yeah. Anything, to scrape off one yeah. drip of sour cream, yeah. you need an entire <laughs> stack of those napkins. <laughs> those Fucking napkins rude. always remind me of semen. I'm going to be honest. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. All right. End of quote. I heard somewhere that that kind of injury never heals, but he turned out to be an asshole anyway, so I don't feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) I love when stories have a happy ending like that. Mm -hmm. A literal happy ending. Yeah. This next clip is from GAC23, and uh, I'm going to say is we got a little bit of a Shyamalan twist, if you will. So I have a typical embarrassing sex story that I think you will get a good giggle at. I was recently out of a controlling eight-year-long relationship and met this handsome hottie at my job. Nice. I was freshly single (laughs) and super attracted to this guy. It says attractive to this guy. Both, probably. Why not both? So we go on some super spicy hotel adventures, and he made me release all my inhibitions and wild side. Well, I decided to let him try anal on me. No. Okay. I don't know if that's the. I don't know if so you, you say did ch- go to Butthole Lane. Yeah. <laughs> butthole Cove. <laughs> I told you, butts. But we had, but we had one problem. We didn't have any lube and spit wasn't cutting it. Mm-hmm. Not for butts, probably. I don't know. So he says, I got the perfect thing. Uh oh. No. Never trust a man when he says that. Never, Never trust a man, period. Mm-hmm. I have no reason not to trust him this far. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So I let him do whatever it was. He applies something to my butt and starts to go back in. I immediately freaked out and screamed, what the hell is that? Hot sauce. He very calmly and confusedly replies, it's just Carmex. Um, <gasps> no. Isn't Carmex like medicated? Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. no. If no, no, you, no, no, if no, you no, don't no, no, want to no. put it in your eye, you don't want to put, put it, it up in your, your eye hole. That's a no, really good, yeah. Yeah. Not your head the eye, rule of not bum. your brown eye. Mm-hmm. Rule of bum. Mm-hmm. Rule of bum. <laughs> rule of bum. <laughs> 
quick little rule of bum. <laughs> rule of bum. <laughs> Carmex, I yelled. My asshole is on fucking fire. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. We need to get this shit off now. He apologizes up and down, not knowing how bad it would hurt on your asshole, apparently, because he wasn't thinking. All the blood had rushed to his nethers. Mm. Ick. Needless to say, we never tried anal again because I'm scarred for life. Maybe literally. That man is now my husband. No. (laughs) I'm the happiest I've ever been. Yes. I love when these have these little happy Shyamalan twists. Is this a joke of yours or not? No. This is real. This oh. And I will never ever use Carmex, even for its correct use. Oh my! <laughs> and three years later, I'm open to trying anal again, but with the proper lubrication. LOL. Yeah. Oh, we love having a giggle at our Carmex story now that my asshole isn't on fire. My God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, God bless for giving him another try. Mm-hmm. Oh. I knew someone, and I swear to God this was not me, but I knew someone that had used um, uh, herbal essences conditioner. <gasps> no. no. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. Ooh, I think I just got a yeast infection and a UTI from yeah. you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. N- not, n- no, not good. No. no, no, no. no. Oh. Did- scented. No. Did you know that regular KY, I think just the regular, takes off nail polish, which makes me think it shouldn't be in your body? I don't like that. Nope. Can't. Don't like I that. Was, yeah. Found that out the a very organic way. It's kind of pissed because I just <laughs> got a that, manicure. Found that out the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have paid for a manicure had I known. Right? <laughs> well, that sucks. All right. That's why you get gels. Okay. Yeah. This was pre-gel. Okay. Okay. Next one. <laughs> okay. Coming up from GAC 9, we got a, a story of a very precocious, curious, Maybe a little bit attention-seeking third grader, which definitely tugs at my heartstrings, I can tell you. This might be my, I don't know, they're all my favorite. I love them all. Okay. <laughs> Quote, when I was in like third grade, my family took a trip out to the East Coast. As we were being tourists and going through some shopping center, I got distracted and grabbed the hand of a person whom I thought was my mom. Turns out it was some sweet older lady who amusedly commented, oh, are you coming with me? (laughs) Mortified, I ripped my hand away from the woman and quickly found my mom. Seems innocent enough, right? Where's the confession, you might be asking. I am asking. Well, my idiot brain was so embarrassed that I made up a whole story to my mom about how some creepy old lady grabbed my hand and said, you're coming with me. Oh, my God. This poor woman was just being cute. Just to cope with the embarrassment that I grabbed some stranger's hand by mistake. No, poor old lady. I love how, oh, are you coming with me? Turns to... You're coming with with me now. (laughs) You are mine now. (laughs) You're coming to my gingerbread house. (laughs) Oh, my. It's the not a witch lady. Like the most innocent thing ever that we turned into something terrible. (laughs) Want some popcorn? Not a witch. (laughs) All this woman was doing was like. Handing out Selling her lovely cookies. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Not a witch. 
mind you, nobody else saw this happen. So she didn't even have anyone to like be embarrassed in front of. Right. <laughs> also, nobody to corroborate that that wasn't how it went down exactly. to the police. This poor, Correct. sweet old lady is just like, <laughs> like tar- her name is tarnished forever. Um, in hindsight, that was a pretty good indicator of my anxiety that I was later diagnosed with. Yeah. Years later, <laughs> years later, I had naturally pretty much forgotten the incident until recently. My brother mentioned in conversation, "Remember that remember time? Remember when you were almost abducted? <laughs> yeah, remember that time you were almost kidnapped in Massachusetts?" <laughs> so essentially, oh my god! So Did she confess then, no. or is she still taking it to the grave? <laughs> so essentially, my family still believes that I was almost kidnapped, and at this point, I don't know how to tell them the truth. I can't <laughs> fucking deal with it. That is so good. Here's how. Over a couple glasses of wine on Christmas yeah. Eve. Uh-huh. That's oh, how yeah. you tell them. You initiate the game. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Yeah. And as the game initiator, you go last. Yeah. So yours doesn't even seem that bad compared to everybody else. Oh, my yeah. God. Duh. New Christmas Eve tradition. Yeah. It's the best. Coming up, we've got a clip from GAC24. A uh, little bit of a, a mix-up from our Drop Dead Gorgeous references constantly on the show. And um, I just love this writer's humility. Quote, On to the confession. It's short and sweet. You all discuss Drop Dead Gorgeous a lot, and I have never seen it and figured I would give it a try. It was finally on Canadian Netflix, so I flipped it on and watched all six seasons. No. (laughs) No. Oh, I was like, how did they get it on Netflix and we can't even get it on Prime? You've wasted a lot of your life. (laughs) Oh, honey, no. I patiently waited for some woman with iconic lines, but it never happened. No, it didn't. (laughs) Very confused. I waited until I heard you mention it again in an episode and realized it was Drop Dead Gorgeous. And I had watched Drop Dead Diva instead. Oh, no. (laughs) I remember that show. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Not great. Unrelated. There's there's no way it was nearly as good. But there's also a show, I think, or maybe it's a movie about, like, cheerleaders or something called Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. Absolute garbage. Yeah. 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 If it's not with Kiersey Alley. Allison Janney. Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Freaking... What's her face from Real mm-hmm. Housewives? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not Shit, Brooke Shields, but the other name. one. Yeah, the other one. God damn it! I can not Amanda Peet, but the other one. You know, the Denise one. Richards. Denise yes. Richards. Denise Richards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Woo. Okay. So thought you would get a laugh out of this and how badly I wanted to fit in so that I watched six seasons of a show oh. just so I would get the reference. <laughs> Honey, I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Have yet to see the real Drop Dead Gorgeous, but we'll keep a lookout for it. <laughs> it was briefly on Hulu, so you might be able to find it there still. Well, I don't know if it still in is. Canada. It's probably different. That's true. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Patiently watching six seasons. Wait, Yikes. not six episodes, six seasons? Seasons. Of Drop Dead Diva? Waiting That's... to hear any of our references. Oh, oh honey, no. no. I'm so sorry. Okay. Oh, May others oh. learn from your mistakes. Please, Lord. Okay, and last but certainly not least, maybe 
the best coven confession of all time. I don't know. We can argue it. There are some great ones. We have the vibrating toothbrush from GAC 13. Enjoy. Okay, so don't hate me after reading this. I've kept this secret with me for 20 years, and I still feel terrible about what I did, but here goes nothing. Oh, it can't be that bad. This this one reminds me so much of um, that TV show, and you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about in a second. As a teenager, I was super boy crazy and seemed to always be turned on. Pen 15. Pen 15. Yep. <laughs> I, went, I went to a private co-ed Catholic boarding school, and we all know that sexual feelings are bad and banned. We weren't allowed to date or have relationships with the opposite sex, and we couldn't even walk around campus alone with a boy. We, we always had to stay in a two-to-one ratio whenever around the opposite sex. Of course, hey, this God, rule only so applied work. to the girls. Yeah. Also, you can still have sex in a two-to-one ratio. You sure can. It to you. <laughs> in fact, Catholics. you can have a lot of fun in a two-to-one ratio. Yeah, I love a two-to-one sure ratio. I encourage it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved reading and wanted to know everything about sex. So as a cover, I would buy health books for preteens and Kenyan. teens. That's Kenyan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I didn't know. That taught you about your changing body. This was like my version of porn because I would study the penis diagrams and let my <laughs> imagination take me away. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> so, my sister went off to college around this time and she would come scoop me up and I'd stay with her in her dorm room over the weekends. I could never... F- so, okay, I cut out some stuff in the middle... But basically, you're going to, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I could never finish in enough time. Ah, masturbation. So one, <laughs> yeah. So one day I thought, hmm, my sister has a vibrating toothbrush. No. Maybe, Ew. just maybe <laughs> that could help me. I mean, it, well, it, it could, did. but don't <laughs> do it. Well, you guessed it. I did it. And it did, in fact, help me big time. Oh, my God. (laughs) I felt so guilty about doing this, but the pleasure overtook the guilt, and this became my weekend ritual. So how long did she fuck herself with her sister's toothbrush? (laughs) How long has this been going on? In in parentheses, oh my gosh, I'm cringing inside. Oh. Now that I'm an adult, I would be pissed if this happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> and here comes the the justification. I only used the bottom half of her toothbrush, and I always made sure to cleanse it really well, washing it with soap and hot water, then boiling it in her dorm coffee pot. So she also infected the coffee pot. The Just fuck? buy a vibrator. This is way too much work. I never, ever told her about this and never will. But damn, that toothbrush opened up my world. Someone (laughs) out there is like, hmm, my toothbrush was always really clean. (laughs) Thousand percent. People are really questioning. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so epic. Lots of little (laughs) sisters are going to get unjustly blamed for this, too. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Unwrap the first of many presents this season with Holidays on the House from DraftKings Casino. Mm. With hundreds of games, prizes, and promos, DraftKings Casino has everything on your list. Right now, new players who play $5 get $100 instantly in casino credits. Mm. So what are you waiting for? 
Cozy up with all the classics like slots, blackjack, and roulette. Love roulette. I'm just learning how to play blackjack, and I love it. How fun! Or play exclusive games you'll only find at DraftKings Casino to feel the holiday cheer all season long. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code GALS and play $5 to get $100 in casino credits. That's promo code GALS only at DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly, 21 plus, physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. One per opted in new customer, $5 wager required. Max $100 in casino credit awarded, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. Terms at casino.draftkings.com slash holidays on the house. Restrictions apply. Forget generic gifts that are just there to create more clutter. Yeah, you don't need more stuff. You don't need more stuff. And let me recommend a gift that I just received that I am giddy over. That is truly as unique as your relationship. And that is a professionally recorded song crafted just for the recipient. Mm-hmm. Yes, really, it is it, it, their it, own song. It's amazing. It's incredible. And Songfinch is the ultimate gift for someone that you love. You get an original studio quality song inspired by your story that is completely unique, personal, and it lasts forever. I just did this for Lucy to congratulate her on becoming a mama. I'm crying. I'm so (laughs) hot in the face. I love this so much. You're gonna do so good. Crystals and bones. Your curiosity shows. Oh, I'm crying. It's so cute. I love hide some wine around the house so you'll always have some around. Trust me, girl, you're gonna see when that baby won't let you sleep. I like the crystals and bones. Crystals and bones. <laughs> Had to. I love it so much. I'm so glad. Oh my God. I can't wait to play it for Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to put it on my birthing playlist. Do it. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. The process is super fun. So Song Finch walks you through a simple four-step process to create an original song. All you have to do is tell them about who the song is for, provide some personal details, and let them know the type of song that you want. And they give you like little prompts to help you think of what you want to say in the song. Then you pick your favorite Song Finch artist, or you can get matched with one. So I chose by genre. I knew I wanted something that was a little bit more like hip hop, a little more R and B. Very R and B. I love it. Yep. But you could totally, if you're looking for something a little more like country or singer songwriter, like they have so many fun options for you, and they will pour their heart into writing, recording, and producing your original song in just four to seven days it's incredible it's incredible and then you also have the option of special add-ons 
So this can help you commemorate the occasion even more. You could get a vinyl record of your song. You can get a one-of-a-kind art crafted from the lyrics. Or you can add the song to streaming services. So you can make, like, more easily surprising oh aspect <laughs> for your recipient where it's like, oh, I'm just going to pull this up on Add to Q. Yeah, add to Q. <laughs> Wait, is this song about me? Yeah, it is about you. <laughs> Songfinch is the only original music platform that guarantees that you will love your song or they'll work with you until you love it. They stand behind their community of over a thousand artists and every original song they create, which they have over 300,000 of them. Oh it's incredible. God. I want to listen to other people's songs. Oh my gosh. Well, it's funny that you said you should say that because you can check out people's reaction videos <gasps> online and oh. see why Songfinch is the ultimate gift. It's seriously the cutest. We are obsessed. I feel so special. <laughs> you are so special. <laughs> oh my God. So for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song on Spotify for free so you can listen to your new favorite song anywhere you go. Go mm-hmm. to songfinch.com slash gals and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free. That's a $50 Ooh. value. Obsessed. This offer is only available for our listeners at our special URL. That's songfinch.com forward slash gals. One more time, that's songfinch.com forward slash gals. And be sure to share your song with us. Yes, tag us, babes. Welcome back. And thank you, as always, to our sponsors. And next up, we have some of our most popular and commented on segments from Corner Corner throughout the years. There have been a lot. I dare say I've shocked some folks. And I'm not sorry. And like Kenyon said, if you have any Corner Corner moments that you particularly love, please comment over on our Wine and Crime social media pages because we like to hear back from you. And just for the record, since there's no video, I am currently holding my good luck glass eye in its little screw top egg. Oh, there she is. I see you. Anyway, my whole life is a corner corner. So let's get it started with the unknown woman of the sen. And this is from GAC 16 released in April of 2020. Remember April of 2020? Oh my God. So yeah, this is a doozy. This New York Times article came from Olivia, and the article is titled, At a Family Workshop Near Paris, The Drowned Mona Lisa Lives On. Ooh, okay. This is so bizarre. Uh, I've Pardon? Ne- I've never heard of it. It is so weird. Here we go. So I don't know how to say this. Arcueil, France. Nailed it. Um, I'm not looking at the notes, so I'm going to go with Sure. The most famous person to have died in the Seine River has no identity at all, or rather no known identity. She is l'inconnu de la Seine, or the unknown woman of the Seine. Mm. L'inconnu? Yeah. Yep. Here is her story. In the late 19th century, the body of an unidentified young woman was fished out of the Seine in Paris. Because her body was free of wounds and blemishes, she was presumed to have committed suicide. Died by suicide. After recently having a chemical peel to perfect her complexion. Mm, It worked. Mm. The pathologist pathologist at the morgue that received her body was so mesmerized by her beauty that he called in a mouleur or a molder to preserve her face in a plaster death mask. 
That's weird, but I like it. Oh, uh, yeah. (laughs) In the decades that followed, the mask was mass-produced and sold as a decorative item for the walls of private homes and studios, first in Paris, then abroad. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. You would probably recognize her face. There is a photo on the blog. Of the mold. Of a dog in a small car. Of a dog in a, in a little Mercedes. <laughs> oh, wow. She's she beautiful. She's beautiful and, and she delicate. has like a little bit of a smile. She's like smiling. It is yeah. Very weird to know that that is a. An exact mold a of dead a dead woman. person's yes. face. Mm-hmm. She looks so full of life and like vibrant. Yeah. So yeah. get this. It gets weirder. Len Connu became a muse for artists, poets, and other writers, among them Pablo Picasso. Ever heard of him? Literally, mm. no. Man Ray, <laughs> Rainer Maria Rilke, and Vladimir Nabokov. Len okay, Connu. I heard of one of those. Len Connu <laughs> hung in the studio of Albert Camus, who called her a, quote, drowned Mona Lisa. And she inspired some of the films of Francois Truffaut. So Mm. most of this article is about the family-run workshop in a southern Paris suburb called L'Atelier Lorenzi, which creates... Boring. Talk about the dead person. Which creates handmade, (laughs) perfectly molded plaster copies of figurines, busts, statues, and masks the same way that it had for four generations. But personally, I don't really care about that. So we're going to skip ahead and talk mostly about this mystery dead woman. Yay! Mm -hmm. I know what you Mm -hmm. want. Yes, you mm-hmm. do. Len Connu's oh. face is serene. Her cheeks are round and full. Her skin smooth. Her eyelashes matted to give the impression that they are still wet. Her hair is Ooh. parted in the middle and pulled back behind her neck. She is young, perhaps still a teenager. She is pleasant looking, but not classically beautiful. I don't know about that. She's fucking hot. She's pretty classic. Yeah, she's yeah. pretty classically mm-hmm. beautiful, but okay. It is the mystery of her half-smile that haunts. Her lips lack Mm. definition, perhaps the result of her body's deterioration. She seems happy in death or maybe only asleep, and her eyes look as if they might open at any time. I'm zooming in on this portrait, and it is unbelievable. Skeptics have... She looks fully alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fully alive. Holy I'm, I'm, I'm drive. Kenyon, she I'm, has your lashes after a shower. I'm drinking tequila. Get it. <laughs> I'm unfettered and alive. Hello? Fresh out of the sun. So skeptics have I need claimed. need my lashes redone. Oh, God. Skeptics <laughs> have claimed that the woman depicted in the mask could not have been a drowning victim because her features are too perfect. Some scholars okay. assert ass, assert that it was common <laughs> practice to re-sculpt death masks at the time. So she might not have been quite so perfect, but they don't know that mm-hmm. for sure. Len Connu has been imagined in literature as a victim, an orphan who drowns herself in the Seine after an English aristoc- aristocrat seduces and then abandons her. <laughs> 
Aww. Of course, the English. Oh, yeah. Fucking English. First he eats some roast beef, and then he abandons her. Ugh, classic. She also has been portrayed as a witch who destroys a young poet, and as a seductress who witnesses a robbery and murder in a clockmaker's shop. Ooh, love I love all of, of these theories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all sound like Disney movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No documents survive in the Paris police archives and no trace of her actual body was found. So they don't really, well, no, they don't really know what happened to her after the uh, mask, like the mold maker came to the morgue. Because it was the pathologist mm-hmm. who called the ma- the mask maker and was like, this chick's hot. You need to come record her face. I'm suspicious of the pathologist. Well, she probably... That body went home with him. I don't know, because <sighs> 19th century Paris, weren't they still just throwing all the bods into, like, the catacombs? Like, it's not surprising that there was no record of what happened to her. I don't know. I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious. Mm-hmm. You drinking tequila, She might be too? having it... She might be having a tea party in somebody's living room. Oh, somebody's yeah. parlor. I, thank you. Kenyon's on board with my theory. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it gets even a little weirder. Um, but first, uh, Juan Jose Garcia is a master mold maker for 29 years at this atelier. And they uh, Juan says, maybe the mold was taken before her facial muscles began to fall. Oh, <laughs> Before middle age had begun to tug at her her face. face. Exactly. But like before death had begun to decompose her face. Tug at her face. Her soft tissue. Yeah. (laughs) So much of the shop's business comes from governmental and commercial commissions. When the four sculptures outside France's National Assembly began to crumble, the Lorenzis were called in to replace them with copies in resin. They have made resin trees for Disneyland Paris and resin stone-like decorations for Versailles. Film studios, boutiques, and fashion houses, including Hermes and Dior, have rented sculptures from them. So they're like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, legit. So in the 1960s, L'Inconnu became famous in a different way. As a first aid mannequin to teach CPR. No! Sha. Oh, she is very symmetrical and yet bland. Mm -hmm. Peter Safar, an Austrian doctor, had recently developed the basics of CPR. He turned to Asmund Lerdl, a Norwegian toy maker, as you do, who coincidentally Mm. had rescued his young son from drowning, and they decided to create a life-size mannequin as a training tool. Mm. There's something deeply unsettling about a toy maker. Uh, there's a, there's (laughs) a Norwegian (laughs) toy maker. There's a good amount of innocent toy maker named Geppetto. Yes. Uh, 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 stay alive. Stay alive. I also first I was afraid I was petrified. I can only picture Dwight (laughs) with that fucking face on it. (laughs) What do you do first? Harvest the organs. We don't have much time. <laughs> Pulls out a big knife. It's so good. I love The Office. All right. So this is sort of a fucking patriarchy kind of creepster, this next part. Mr. Lairdall wanted a female doll, assuming mm-hmm. that men would not want to perform mouth-to-mouth resuscitation on a male dummy. How great. 
ridiculous is that? Toxic. A, per, a, a fucking masculinity is so fragile. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So he saw a death mm-hmm. mask of L'Enconu at a relative's home and was struck by her beauty and decided to make her his model. She was called Resusi Anne or CPR Annie in the United States. Incredible. And became a physical mm-hmm. symbol of salvation. Since then, millions of people have learned CPR on her, making her the world's most beloved life-size doll. Wow. She does look very familiar. You're right. She does. As the company's website explains, inspired by the young woman of the Seine, CPR Annie has become the symbol of life for millions of people around the world who have received training in modern techniques of resuscitation and for those whose lives have been saved from unnecessary death. Wow. Isn't that a bonkers it's that so is good. Wild. How did you even find that? Uh, Olivia sent it to us. So thank you, Olivia. So good. I had never heard yeah. of this. It is so fascinating. This next clip is from GAC31. Mm-hmm. Just a blanket trigger warning. It, it will become quickly apparent that there is literally no way to avoid being struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just might get you. It's just, a, it's just, you can decrease your odds. Yeah, don't but take you can unnecessary risks. Literally get struck by lightning any second of any day. Oof. Great. Thank, thank you. So lightning isn't cast down by Zeus or summoned by Thor. It happens when positive and negative electrostatic charges build up in the atmosphere. When those there opposing- must be some charges in the atmosphere. atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, we, oh, we, oh. You <laughs> smoke down. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of smiting this so episode. So much. So this episode brought to you by Smote. Smote. <laughs> Smote's on a rope. <laughs> You've been the newest smote by the goat. Bed, bath, and beyond. <laughs> the god of all time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. When those opposing charges equalize, there's a rapid discharge of powerful electricity up to 300 million volts. Mm. Resulting in a visible explosion that we call Hershashifar. Jalani. These charges can occur within clouds, but it's when they link the clouds and the ground that lightning poses a threat to those of us on the earth below. And mm. when that happens, anything or anyone can be stricken. Yep. Mm-hmm. But while we tend to think of lightning as single bolts shooting from the clouds to the ground, the phenomenon is much more complicated, as Kenyon's great-great-grandfather can attest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he can't because he's really he's dead. he's dead. Yeah. But yeah, could have could attested. Attest. Could have. Did it kill him? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, it did? That's how he died. He was oh. like in his mid-30s. Oh, my God. Just enjoying a set. Yeah, sitting by his chimney in his house. Good oh, lord. Boom. Hopefully Nobody's got safe. Mm-hmm. In fact, the National Weather Service says there are five ways that lightning can strike people. One way is via a direct strike, which is when a person is struck directly by a bolt of lightning, usually in an open field where they are the tallest thing around. Mm-hmm. Despite common perception, this is not the most likely way to be struck. That distinction instead goes to the ground current which causes the most lightning-related deaths and injuries each year. Mm-hmm. This, happen, this happens when lightning strikes an object, 
and the electricity runs through the ground and up into your body through one of your feet and exits out through the other foot going back into the ground. Oh, Oh, no. Assuming you're standing on two feet (laughs) on the ground. It uses your body like a like a maze worksheet at a Denny's. Yeah, just a quick little quick little Woo-hoo. stop off in this body, and then we're back on the road. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Well, detour. So the strike doesn't even have to be nearby. The current can travel as far as a hundred yards. Oh my god, that's like a football field. Mm-hmm. Maybe I right? Don't know. There's no way to know. I don't know. Isn't a football field 200 yards? I have no... You are asking the wrong group of people how big a football field (laughs) is. Because there's like a... No, it's 100 yards. I nailed it. I am the queen of sports. Tweet it. You can have it. Go viral. That is one crown that you are more than welcome to. (laughs) To wear. I am Mm -hmm. the queen of sports. (laughs) (laughs) And you will refer to me as such from now on. Good Lord. Sign her perpetuity. Sign all of your paperwork. Uh, the queen Ken, of sports. Her Majesty Kenyan Queen of Sports. <laughs> HMS. Oh. Pinafore. God, okay. <laughs> okay. You can also be hit by what's called a side flash. This Okay, and you? Good. Yeah, this occurs when someone is standing close to a tree or another tall object. When lightning strikes that object, an arm of electricity, also referred to as a step leader, Mm. may branch off from the main bolt as the current jumps from the object to the human. Mm -hmm. This is my lucky bolt. It's your lucky bolt. (laughs) (laughs) Conduction strikes occur when, as their name implies, conductive materials are involved. So this is like sticking a fork into an electrical socket. If you're touching something like a metal fence and the lightning strikes the metal fence, you're going to absorb Bye-bye. the shock. Boom, ro- boom, roasted. Mm-hmm. Literally roasted. <laughs> this type of shock can even get you while you're indoors if, yeah. you're sh- if you're showering, using a landline telephone, or touching anything else that's connected to wires or pipes that run to the outdoors. Like, say, a chimney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like metal mm. in the chimney, like yeah. something conduct conductive. <gasps> there's so more like to maybe that he was stoking the fire with a metal um yeah. fire poker. Oh and he was like touching the metal God. grate inside the fireplace. Yeah. Yes. Could have been. Could have been. Boom, That's roasted. That's totally what happened. Yeah. Boom roasted. <laughs> Boom, you roasted. Yeah. Weird. Streamers are the least common way to experience a lightning strike, but don't discount them entirely. Think of these as the disembodied arms of a flash of lightning. Okay. When the lead bolt discharges, a streamer can appear nearby. So it's just a freak disembodied Uh, lightning bolt. It's like a weird flash. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. And if you form a conductive bridge between one of these streamers and the ground, you can be struck. So when you are struck by lightning, a few different things happen. First, the electricity. Can't wait. (laughs) There are photos on the drive. First, the electricity from the bolt moves over the surface of your skin, potentially causing burns. And this is called a flashover. 
A flash so, dance. A flash dance. This is there are photos on the drive of a couple people that have like what look like lightning bolts on their skin. Yeah. Yeah. They look like crazy tattoos, like pink tattoos. Mm-hmm. It They're looks like all wild. of the, all of the veins under the surface of your skin just like mm-hmm. lit up red is kind of what it looks like. Actually, really pretty. They are really pretty. They look like coral. Yeah, coral. coral. <laughs> Ow, my neck. <laughs> God, your neck. Jesus. With your neck, <laughs> my neck. Secondly, the current runs through your cardiovascular and nervous system, and this is what causes the most damage. Great. Because lightning is so hot, as in five times hotter than the surface of the sun. What? Yeah, burn damage. I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm not lightning. You're the lightning expert. Google it. (laughs) I don't know how. What do you mean how? How? How is lightning hotter than the surface of the sun? That doesn't Five boggle times your mind. Hotter. I don't know. I feel like when numbers are just so high up there, you just have to believe what you read online and not I question mean, it. Yeah, no, I believe it. I'm just shocked. <laughs> Here, let me go. How is lightning so hot? <laughs> Electricity, man. Yeah, this is from a separate website. Lightning can get five times hotter than the sun. The surface of the sun is estimated to be 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit. However, a lightning strike can reach 50,000 degrees. This is because the air is a poor conductor of heat. So it gets Mm. extremely hot when the electricity or the lightning passes through it. Mm. Okay. Crazy. All right. Science is so wild, y'all. I... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm anti-science. I'm with the Republicans on this. <laughs> it's too scary. It's there's a lot. It's too I much. Trust it. I trust the science. They're way smarter than me. I just I just don't get it. Right. You I can believe to. it and be against it. <laughs> I get to have both. Like the space needle. Right. <laughs> I believe that you believe it's there. <laughs> <laughs> And that when you see it with your own actual eyes, you're going to believe it's a hologram. Exactly. I already do. Speak it into existence now. You can <laughs> accept so it So I sooner. can prepare. <laughs> okay. So because lightning is so hot because air is a poor conductor of, electric- of heat, burn damage is also a possibility but may not be evident until necrosis or muscle damage sets in. Okay, mm-hmm. so you could be, like, burned by lightning but not have any outward visible signs of it? For a little while. Yes, because, oh. it's, because it happens so fucking quickly huh. that, it can ki- that it can burn and kill your various tissues, but you don't even know it until the <gasps> tissue actually dies. So then, mm-hmm. like, you could just mysteriously be dead, and then they do an autopsy, and your insides are just, like, cooked. Um, well, I think they would probably put it together that, like, you were struck by lightning within the last 24 hours. I mean, maybe. Well, actually, there's a couple, there's a little bit more to explain. So l- we'll just assume that we'll get to it. Your circulatory system can be clogged, kidneys damaged, and seizures and muscle contractions may ensue. Oh, the wow. type of damage depends on the severity of the strike, but you may experience an irregular heartbeat, optical disturbances, memory issues, and ruptured eardrums. No shit. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, according to Miguel Pineda, emergency room doctor and wilderness medicine fellow at UC San Diego, the mm-hmm. extreme electric charge and pressure changes caused by a strike can even paralyze the lungs and the heart, 
leading to respiratory and cardiac arrest. What is unique to lightning strikes, Pineda says, though, is that the paralysis of these affected organs will resolve after several minutes, similar to a computer rebooting. But that wow. is only if the lightning itself didn't kill you. Kill you, yeah. Okay. But like the fact that people can ever survive a lightning strike oh, is wild. It's a miracle. Well, and then I don't really understand the computer rebooting thing, but you know how like if you go into cardiac arrest or whatever at the hospital and then they have the AED, the defib, mm-hmm. yeah. Or as Kenyon, <laughs> remember you were trying to ex- you were trying <laughs> to describe it and you just like cocked a shotgun. It was like you know that thing this whole thing I'm not doing the shotgun motion I'm just doing the shotgun sounds with the defibrillator motions shot to the heart and you're to blame but yeah that's electrical currents and those are mean to shock your organs back into functionality so Mm -hmm. Again, Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lightning. I don't know what's going on, Mm -hmm. but there's something there. Mm -hmm. Lightning kills around 20 people each year worldwide and injures hundreds more. A lot in South Africa. Yes, Mm. a lot in South Africa. A lot. In 2020, that number was 17 and included people from all ages and walks of life, a.k.a. no one was safe. Mm-hmm. Almost okay. all were outdoors when they were struck, and many were under trees or tall structures. And while mm-hmm. the chances of being struck or killed are low, it is wise to do everything you can to avoid being hit. So here is how to avoid lightning strikes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, check the forecast. Mm. Check local and national severe weather alerts so you can know whether to expect any kind of storm mm-hmm. and make a plan if for if the weather turns sour. Once you're outdoors, the first rule of avoiding lightning is to take shelter as soon as you hear thunder, which is a guaranteed sign that there is lightning nearby because mm-hmm. you can't have thunder without lightning because mm-hmm. thunder is the sound of the lightning. The sound of lightning, yeah. Mm. But don't think that you're safe just because dark clouds are far off on the horizon because lightning can strike as far as 20 miles away from the storm itself. Why? Why? <laughs> So we can't have Coroner Corner without an obituary area. And for those of you who don't know the origin of obituary area, this is a little peek behind the curtain into my childhood. My mom, her favorite thing to do on Sundays was go through the Star Tribune, look through the obituaries and cut out her favorite ones. If there were any good ones that week, sometimes there's not. And then tape up the good ones on like the back hallway, the the uh, cabinets in the back hallway above the back desk. And she has like, there are dozens of them. And a lot of them have been up for a very long time. They're just fun to revisit. And you know, what is what is keeping the memory alive if not cutting out strangers obituaries and hanging them up for entertainment purposes? So Do you have a favorite obituary from obituary area? Let us know in the comments. And here are a few of my favorite obits, starting with one from GAC21, which was released in September 2020. On a little bit of a lighter note, an obituary that approximately 6,000 people sent in. (laughs) And I did not have the strength or the willpower to list everybody's names or, frankly, the time. That's how I have strength. That's how I've gotten about. Gak submissions yeah. for me too. You know who like, you are. 
Yeah. For the yeah. for the six that I did, I went through two hundred and seventy emails. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I Which just is can't. great. It's amazing. It makes me so happy, but I also mm-hmm. I, I I was starting to get to the point where it's like I know that I'm missing people who sent me this. And I feel bad about missing those people, so I just have to choose yeah. not to list the names. I just can't if, keep up with if it. If more than one person sends me the same article, I can't, I'm sorry. I <laughs> <laughs> Amanda's limit is 200. Lucy's limit is two. 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 <laughs> 270. <laughs> well, also, like, when it rains, it pours, you know? Like, every once in a while, you get a gem that's just from one person. Mm-hmm. And then at 95% of the time, it's something that went viral that, like, 600 people sent yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we love it. We love it. Please don't, please don't stop sending us things, but, you know... You can't expect, like, an individual shout-out is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is an obituary. Um, thank you to everyone who sent it in because it really is incredible, and I'm obsessed with it. It's short but sweet. And there is a photo of the actual obit on the drive, which will be on the blog, if you want a photo accompaniment. <laughs> Holly Blair exploded into glitter and bats on August 17th, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Goals. She is survived by four spoiled cats, two stinky dogs, three bad birds, a turtle, and an utterly useless frog named Fred. And a partridge in a pear tree. Right? (laughs) As well as three children and a husband of little to no importance. I like that she starts with her cats, dogs, birds, turtle, frog, and then gets to the children and husband. Mm -hmm. Her remains will be interred under a tree with the ridiculous multitude of animals she rescued, both wild and domestic. Her future plans include drinking beer with Terry Pratchett and flying across the moon on her broomstick on Halloween. Yes. Nice. She has has also promised to communicate with us from beyond via the cockatiel psyche. I don't know what that means. Probably one of her pets is a cockatiel. Probably. Well, she would have mentioned Or she wanted to be reincarnated as a cockatiel. Maybe Maybe. the cockatiel is one of the three bad birds. There you go. I'm Googling it. Cockatiel psyche. I might go with cocktail psyche. It just pulls up this article. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we ask that everyone carve extra jack-o'-lanterns, which shouldn't be a problem for one of Kenyon's <laughs> coven confession people. Um, on Halloween this year, in her honor, all hail the wicked witch of Juniper Road. <laughs> oh, cute. I love it. Holly, rest in peace. I know you fucking will. And this next clip is from Gak. 10 way way back machine gak 10 i have an amazing obituary sent by tiff tiffany may and um this obit is actually from october 2018 so it's not the freshest but it's still a great one mm-hmm. so this is the obituary for jan lois lynch from evansville indiana Jan Lois Lynch of Evansville, Indiana, (laughs) and native of Boston, Massachusetts, passed away on October 18th, 2018. 
Her sudden and untimely death came as quite a shock as she was only diagnosed with advanced COPD, advanced emphysema, advanced heart disease, cystic fibrosis, chronic bronchitis, stroke, extreme stubbornness, restless leg syndrome, and armchair quarterback. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, I am Jan. Jan is me. Came as a shock. (laughs) This next paragraph is my favorite. Jan is survived by her four loving sons, Jeff Patterson, Greg Patterson, Jake Lomax, and Luke Lomax, and eight grandchildren whom she loved more than anything else in the world, except the New England Patriots, the Boston Red Sox, Tom Brady, Cold Budweiser, Room Temperature Budweiser, Cigarettes, Dogs, Mopeds, (laughs) Clam Chowder, Boating, Fishing, Florida, the Atlantic Ocean, Grouper Sandwiches, Adventures, Road Trips, The Beach, Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, Fall Foliage, Airplane Food, Ingrown Toenails, The OJ Chase, and The OJ trial in that exact order (laughs) oh my god minus the sports this is me (laughs) i love grouper sandwiches (laughs) i'm so connected to this woman jan is so boston it hurts down to the airplane food and ingrown toenails i love her i have both she loves all those things slightly more than her grandchildren but yeah i love her honesty I love her so much. Jan graduated from the University of Evansville with a degree in English literature, achieving magna cum laude honors while working two to three jobs and raising her four sons, one of whom turned out okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This reminds me of a dinner that all of my aunts and uncles were at with my grandmother, the matriarch of the family. And it was like Thanksgiving or something. I don't remember. I don't know how it came up, but basically someone asked my my grandma kind of a tongue-in-cheek question about her children or she was trying to make a compliment about her kids, of which she has five of her own children, my mom being the oldest. And instead of saying that, like, all of her children have amazing qualities among them, right. she said, right. if you combined all five of my kids, you'd get one perfect child. <laughs> 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 and they were like, um... So you're, okay. you're all one fifth perfect. Thanks. You all have Each one fifth of a quality. 20% human. <laughs> she was trying to be nice, but she's just like incapable. I just, I love her so much. When, this is when, not my 102 year old grandma. This is my mom's mom. She's when my, much sassier. When my grandma was dying, um, it was like the day. I actually think it was the day before she died, which was September 11th, 2001. She died on September 12th. Yikes. But she was like on her deathbed. Like we all knew, like she was, she was about to die. And so like all of her. I've heard that before. I know. (laughs) All of her like. Only once. 30 odd grandkids like filed into the room to give her a hug. And she'd. She'd hug each one and just whisper in our ears, you were my favorite. And then hug the next one, you were my favorite. (laughs) But she said it just loudly enough where we all heard her say. (laughs) (laughs) That's sweet, though. I I love that. I know. That's the opposite of Amanda's grandma. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You were 120th my favorite. Oh my God. Okay, the rest of this obit. It's still unclear who her favorite son was, thus, the final ruling must be litigated in family court or at a bar. 
Jan will be missed dearly by all her who knew her. She was an incredible woman. She had an unparalleled zest for life and an infectious laugh that thankfully was passed down to her sons and their children. From standing on a bridge in the middle of a hurricane to jumping off the highest cliffs at Rough River to dangling her feet over a 5,000-foot cliff at the edge of the Grand Canyon so she could, quote, see what it felt like to feel fear. She taught us. I did that. Yeah, Ugh. she taught us that all the really good things in life are behind beyond the do not enter signs. She always put her children first. Her selflessness was beyond reproach. She will live on in our hearts, minds, thoughts, prayers, and laughs forever. Following her wishes, there will not be a funeral service. However, well-wishers are encouraged to write a note of farewell on a Budweiser can and drink it in her honor. And remember oh. to live life to the fullest and laugh, laugh, then laugh some more. All right, I Jan. love her. Making me Good want a Budweiser. You, Cheers to Jan. I'm drinking a beer right now, but it's not a Budweiser. Aww. I like Bud But heavy. I am toasting to Jan. Cheers to you, Jan. Cheers, Evansville, Jan. Indiana. Thank you for tuning in to our best of Gossip at the Corpse Cart. Thank you for hanging in there with us. If you would like to submit anything to a future episode of GAC, please go to the contact tab at our website at wineandcrimepodcast.com. And thank you so much for listening. We will also be taking a break from regular episode releases through the end of the year. So that'll be December 19th through January 3rd, which is after my due date. 2024, baby. So we hope you enjoy your end of the year break and we will see you next year. Happy holidays and thank you, Wine Coven. We love you. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers!